take your Bibles to Luke chapter uh, 17. Luke chapter 17. God knows what he's doing, and sometimes he messes up our plans so he can interject his plans. And uh, I'm okay with things being messed up sometimes because it's not all about following the order of service. It's all following his plan of what he wants to do through all this. And uh, I, I, I had this on my heart, and maybe God just wants us to get it on our hearts and minds before we even get into this next part. But during the seasons of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, all these times that we get together, it's easy to get distracted away from what we should be doing and focusing on the busyness of the things around us. It's like, for instance, we say that about Christmas, it's all about Christ, but also Thanksgiving should be all about giving thanks. We can get so worked up about who's coming over and what we cannot do and the stores being backed up and all these other things that we lose focus on the fact that this is about giving thanks to God. I'll just ask you guys this question. Has God been good to anybody here this morning? Has God blessed you in any way? Then you've got an obligation and a responsibility to give praise to God. But how do you do that? How do we, we we sit there all the time and say that it's important that we praise God. Our job and our responsibility is to praise God and to give thanks. And we read that verse at the beginning of it. Let, Let me show you this passage in here. This is an encounter that Jesus had. And we're going to take it up to a point where then we're going to take it further after that. The Bible says in Luke chapter 17, verse 11, And it came to pass, as he went into Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And he entered into a certain village. And there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And you can imagine these guys were outcasts. Now, I know we don't understand this concept of leprosy today, but in the sense that after they had this, developed this disease and their, their body would literally begin to rot and they would wrap it up with all these cloths trying to hold themselves together, that eventually they would have to get to the point where they would have to shun them and push them out of the city. And they were literally outcast. Now, you can imagine. It's like a death sentence or being dead but being alive. I can't be with my family. I, I can't hug and kiss my kids. I can't go into the town. I can't be around my loved ones. I can't work a job. I can't provide. My life's dud, over, ceased, stops, outcast. When the lepers would get around people, they would actually have to cry out to everyone around them. And they would, if, if, if a crowd came in, they would stand up and they would yell out, unclean, don't get near me, don't come close to me, I am unclean. That was their reputation. I, 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 I know the Bible is talking about lepers, but I tell you, there's a lot of comparisons to us in the Bible. For the fact that we had a disease called sin and there's nothing we could do about it and it separated us from God. There's nothing that we could do about it. You can wrap yourself up and and try to cover it up, but even the Bible says that all of our filthiness or all of our righteousness is like filthy rags. You can wrap it up, but it doesn't change the root of the problem. Doing good, being a good person, putting on an act, trying to be, you know, like everybody else at church or whatever, it's not going to change the inside condition. Only Jesus can do that. So here it is that one day we encountered Jesus and our life was changed and he did something on the inside of us through changing our hearts that man could not do and of themselves. There's a lot of comparison, but notice what happens. One day they see Jesus. You can imagine these guys being like, could he even heal? Would he even do anything? I don't even know. I don't even know if God would even care about us. 
I'm going to do it. You can imagine these guys. It's like, I'm going to do it. It's like, don't do that. You're going to make a man. We're not even supposed to be around these people. I'm going to do it. Jesus, have mercy on us. And the Bible says that Jesus responded to them. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. They were changed. It was a big deal instantly in that moment. They went from darkness and depression and outcasts and rejection and falling apart, being in an utter mess in society, to literally having everything given back to them in that moment. You can imagine what you would do. What a cool story. What a cool passage. All 10 of them cried out to Jesus for this healing. But sometimes the point of the story is that they all reigned to tell the priest, but only one of them turned back and said, wait a minute. I need to give thanks to God for what he has done. Can I just break this down and explain to you what thanksgiving is or what it means to truly give thanks? So, well, what does this mean? And it says in verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. How do you truly give thanks to God? Or how do you truly live a life of thanksgiving? Number one, I'm going to ask you these questions. Do you see the blessings of God in your life? Because a lot of times we can be just like the nine. God, please help me, give me, provide for me. And God does. You know what we do? We're right on our way to do what we want to do and live up life and go in our direction. And we forget the fact that God did this. But one day this guy was walking away and the Bible says, and as he went, he saw that he was cleansed. As he went, something dawned on him. It's like, wait a minute. I didn't have this before. And my whole life was changed. And he turned the direction to give the glory and the praise back to God. I'm going to ask you guys a question. How many blessings have you thanked God for this week? And you say, blessings? What are you talking about? Have you not heard that there's stay-at-home orders possibly happening and mass this and uh, coronavirus this and numbers? And it's like, there's nothing good happening in our life. You realize that we can focus in on the negative of life and we forget all the blessings that God has given us. If you are saved here today, you've been blessed by God. You've been changed by God if you are saved here today. From some of you, you, you have food that's going to be on the table this week. You have family coming in this week. You're, you're able to be in a country that we can come here and worship God. God is good to us. But we can be like the other nine. That we run to the next thing and we forget about the one that did everything for us. Do you see the blessings of God in your life? But here's the next thing. It's not just seeing them. When he saw that, the Bible says, do you, to ask this question, do you praise God? For the blessings of God in your life. Now notice what he did. I, I, I want to read this. Verse 15. And one of them when he saw that he was healed. He turned back. And he whispered. And he said thank you. Is that what it says? The voice is. The Bible is very clear. And with a loud voice he glorified God. He turned around. And he, I, I know that there's times that we have to do this. And I know there's times that we do this in our lives. Where we call it our quiet time with God. You guys know what I'm talking about? You sit there. You read your Bible. You do your devotions. It's your quiet time with God. But let me tell you. There's need to be some loud times of praising God. 
And I know that makes some people nervous because we've got this idea that we built these buildings. We're supposed to come in all dignified and humming and, you know, being all serious when we get into this place, not acknowledging the fact that God has called us to praise the name of the living God. The Bible says if you don't do it, the rocks will cry out and praise the name of the living God. It is our responsibility and the whole thing that he was doing with a loud voice. He praised God. He was with a loud voice. He glorified God. Do you know what the word glorify means? It means to magnify. So if I was to take something that was small and say, hey, can you guys see this? Do you guys know what God did? Do you realize this? And you say, no, I really can't see it. And then you take a magnifying glass and you put it on something like that. So, oh, I can see it now. Do you guys realize that Christian's job is to be magnifying glass for the, for the blessings of God? You know how you do it? When we were kids, we acknowledged this. Uh, we, we were good at this, okay? We, we were really good at this. Somebody would make a mess. Let's just take a scenario. Let's say I had a brother named Dave, okay? Let's just make this up. And uh, Dave, Dave made a mess, and mom came in. Do you know the first thing that I'm going to do? I'm going to turn around and say, he did it. That's what I'm going to do. There's no way that I'm going to take the credit for that. Do you realize that what he did is he was on his way and he turned back and he glorified God? He realized that, man, I just had a miracle that happened in my life. He did it. He did it. I am changed. I am blessed. I am drenched in the love of Jesus Christ. And nothing good in my life did I do by myself. He did it all. It's all to him. It's the glory belongs to my God. It's what it is. It's magnifying God. It's praising the name of God. It's giving glory to God. It's making a big deal out of what God has done in your life. But I'm telling you now, you can't do that in a whisper. We're not called to do that in a whisper. We have these things. We read verses about this earlier. The Bible says to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You say, what is that? I, don't, I can't even put that in the words. Man, sometimes it's hollering. Sometimes it's clapping. Sometimes it's crying. Sometimes it's rejoicing. Sometimes it's just getting excited when you hear the things of God. But I do know this. There should be a joyful expression that comes out of God's people when they start hearing and seeing and remembering what God has done. That's what Thanksgiving is. I need to tell you guys something. Something amazing that I just, it came to my attention, and we've already mentioned some of this, but did you guys know that over the last three weeks, we've had over six people come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior? Six people that have been, over the last few weeks. Did you guys see what we just did? I didn't even prompt you to do this. Watch this. What do we call this? This is clapping or praising you realize that that is a command in the bible for us to do that you realize that it's so weird of a thing it says in psalm 47 oh clap your hands all you people and shout unto god with a voice of triumph you know what we do with clapping this 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 is it we're, we're good at this when, when when we're watching a football game or something like that and the commentator's sitting there saying this. He says, I mean, it's a tied game. You're two-minute warning. You're down to the end of the game. And the, and, the, and the commentator's saying, he's on the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20. Where are you guys at that moment right there? You, you, you go, you're, you're like bored to death. No, you're not. Nobody's bored to death, especially if it's a Buckeyes playing. You begin to stand up going, yes, yes, yes. And you go crazy throwing the chips all over the place. Why? Because something good's about to happen. And then they say those words, Touchdown, and everybody freaks out over it. 
Because we won a stinking game. A stinking football game. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't vote me out of the church because I dogged on the Buckeyes here, okay? I know, I, I know my limits of where I... But the idea is the fact that we start getting excited and we start clapping and applauding and drawing attention to something good. Jesus Christ came and he did miracles and he reached out to sinners and rejects and lepers and failures and people that were Sinners that were married five times and divorced five times and people that were demon-possessed and people that were hopeless. And then Jesus went to the cross and he died on the cross and three days later he rose up and he came out of the grave and he stands in triumph over sin and death, hell, and the grave. And I tell you what, that is way more exciting than any stinking football game. That is where we celebrate. We get excited and we express the fact that, man, let me draw attention to something that God did that is awesome in my life. Here's what we're talking about Thanksgiving. I'm going to sing. I'm going to shout. I'm going to lift up a voice of triumph. I am, I am victorious through Jesus Christ. And I'm going to make some noise about it, okay? I'm going to get excited about it. You say, why are you doing that? Because God calls us to do that. Here's this guy. He's walking away. He turns around with a loud voice. He did it. The glory, the praise, the honor, the credit goes to God. You guys are going to have people in your house. Family gathering together. And what a beautiful family that you have. Let me just say, he did it. Man, God's really blessed you guys in your marriage. Wait a minute. He did it. Man, you have beautiful kids. You have a great job. You have, you, you, you have all these things in your life. You just turn around and say, he did it. I, I paused in that moment. I'm not taking the credit for myself. That guy turned and he was like, man, wait a minute. He did it. But we don't stop there. There's one more step because... It needs to go beyond the step of just praising God. And I love that. Don't you enjoy singing like this? Isn't it fun to clap and sing? And some of you are like, I don't know if we should be doing this. And no, we should be doing this. It's right here in the Bible. It's all okay. It's all okay. It, God calls us to do these things. He wants us to praise him. He wants us to be excited to make a joyful noise. But then there's this last part. Verse 16, and he fell down on his face. At his feet. It's amazing. That's not amazing. You're saying, no, that's amazing. Let me read it again. And he fell down on his face at his feet. For him, it was amazing. Because his whole life was this unclean. There's people around us that aren't lepers. Unclean! Go, 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 guys. Get out of here. We can't be here. In that moment, he realized, I'm not who I was. I'm not just an outcast anymore. I've been changed. I've been clean. And the one that represented all righteousness and all purity and all godliness and all goodness invited him to his feet. We are invited into the presence of the Almighty God to worship the Almighty God. And the Bible says, and he came in and fell down at his feet, giving him thanks. 
It's the next thing. Do you thank God for the blessings in your life? Man, it's one thing. Man, thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Draw attention. Make some noise. Make a joyful noise. Clap your hands. Rejoice. And if we're doing this in church and we talk about people being saved, go crazy. We're talking about people being baptized, you know, literally changed from, um, from death unto life, made new in man. Go crazy. But there are some times in the Christians that we just need to pause, gather around that table with our friends and family and bow our heads and simply thank God for what he's done. Give him the credit, name the blessings and the goodness, put the request to a pause for a minute. Say, thank you, God, for the goodness in my life. I'm I'm gonna challenge you with this. What if we approach this Thanksgiving, this whole season of Christmas and celebration with this in our minds? I'm going to recognize the goodness in my life. I'm going to point and make some noise over the one and praise the one that has done it. And I'm going to take time to fall at his feet and just say thank you.